I guess we can vibe for a bit and then decide where we're going with this. <laughs> we can follow Kieran's notes. I love vibing about Balkan, just the Balkans in general. I feel it's the easiest region on Europe just to vibe on because it's it is. It just it exists in Europe as a vibe. Mm. And if you pick sides on this vibe, then you're fucking up. No, you that you you've misunderstood the game if you're picking a yeah. side. I think. Like what's funny about this is someone elected in Kosovo, a country that's According to Serbia, a part of Serbia is being like, no, we're going to merge with Albania, forcing Serbia to go to war with Albania. And Albania is like, wait, what? No, please. <laughs> really cool stuff. Like, yeah. did you guys catch this thing a few years ago? There was like, Vucic sent a train to Kosovo um, that had uh, uh, written Serbia, uh, Kosovo, Serbia in like 27 languages or something. And was. <laughs> 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 that's like the coca-cola super bowl commercial where they're all speak they're they're singing uh america the brave in like various languages yeah exactly it's just, no. but it's just serbia's kosovo no but this this train was precisely like a vibe because it was not only that but it had like orthodox icons of like various saints like a pictures inside the train I love this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is perfect. It's like the most petty shit in the Balkans, I feel. Yeah. No, but it's also just like, okay, not only are you not the country you think you are, none of this Muslim <laughs> shit. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll find that and send it two days later because I, I might be fucking up the, the number of languages, but it was many languages. <laughs> 27 sounds like the number of EU official languages. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's why. He's letting every... Think, he's like, so you can read it in your native language that uh, Kosovo is Serbia. Yeah, he probably just did it in Serbian like a couple of times. And he was like, yeah, this one's Croatia. This one's uh, <laughs> like <Yeah>. Bosnia. <laughs> Serbian in Cyrillic. Serbian in the Latin alphabet. <laughs> Serbian in Chinese characters for some reason. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Fuck it. Let's go. I'm Vucic. Yeah, uh, he, I mean, to be very fair, because the Corona thing, he was, you know, you know, saying a few nice things about China here and there. And mm. with that now, with 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 the Sino-Serbian <laughs> relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is this is this is like our weird like cyberpunk science fiction, you know, like. Cyberpunk in the 90s, they were like, Japan, Japan's the future. Cyberpunk now is like, China, China's the future. Cyberpunk in like five years, Serbia, Serbia's the future. Every The new center of global capital will be Belgrade for some reason. There, there's this phrase that was used in um, back in Yugoslavia that's like, speak Serbian so that the whole world will understand you. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> I'm sorry, the whole... Wait, wait, wait. The whole, you mean like what, like five million people? Like that's the well, global population. <laughs> well, the, the idea was that like everyone's spoke serbian in uh, yugoslavia because of because of serbia's like general dominance so that's where it like, mm. kind of came from but um it's great it just sounds again like a cursed coca-cola commercial <laughs> like the like yugoslav equivalent of i want to give the world a coke is just like speak serbian <laughs> <laughs> You are joined by the, uh, uh, I said to Rob that we should come up with coalition names for like different pairings on the show, but uh, you're joined by uh, your boy, Nick. Yo, hey. And Kieran, obviously. Uh, Rob and Yulia are off being cool somewhere, uh, as they always are. But we are joined by a special guest, Elena Gagovska. Hello. Hi. 
Hey. Um, we are going to be talking about a country that we don't often talk about, but we should because, I don't know, I have a vibe that we don't leave any country behind on this wonderful, stupid continent of ours. Um, and like, yeah, okay, you guys probably seen the news. Uh, you know, Spain's kind of blowing up at the moment or whatever. That's cool. But you're going to have to pay to listen to that episode. <laughs> um, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is beyond the paywall. These are the main episodes. We're talking about Macedonia, goddammit. So let's do this. Yeah, let's go. Um, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> there's, there's a lot to talk I'm here, about. I'm here to set the record straight, all right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, um, I, I can't even ironically bring up the, the idea that Macedonia is Greece. <laughs> yeah, this is actually a surprise. This is a debate. We're doing a debate. Yeah, Should Macedonia... Fucking, yeah, this is, this is, this is the you know, great minds meet to discuss the Macedonia question. <laughs> the Macedonian question. Yeah. I'm that okay. Is it that is w- it real? Uh uh um can I can I go there? Yeah. The jury is still it out. its own language. No. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the Do I, I have to if- be bi to go to Macedonia? I I think we've decided that yes. Every Macedonian yeah, okay, is bisexual. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Every border guard there is like one woman border guard, one man border guard and you have to kiss both of them to get in. Oh yeah, sounds awesome. All right, you know, cool country already. Like, Done. <laughs> I love yeah. Uh, I, I like forced bisexuality and also somehow forced homophobia. Like, let's go. It it's a vibe. <laughs> the uh, the the I do. I actually wonder if this exists. If there is this like the Macedonian version of I don't know, just complete like national sellout that's like popular as a talking head in like Greek television. Who like comes on to talking panel <laughs> shows to be like, yeah, we're trash. We shouldn't exist. <laughs> I don't know that. I, I hope no there is. Greek television. They just like made up a character who's like probably also Jewish or something like that. Oh for no! They, they posit that the Macedonia has a bunch of stereotypes that no one has ever heard of. It's like, look, he's eating peanut butter. They love peanut butter. Like, what, what is this? <laughs> what? <laughs> You've clearly never met anyone before. <laughs> Uh, all right. Macedonia is um, a fun thing about doing any kind of research about Macedonia or anyone who's like been just on the worst parts of the internet um, or has played like, I don't know, Counter-Strike Go on a European server where this question comes up uh, and then a bunch of people that you can't understand get really angry in your ears. Um Okay, I, I think I can illustrate it with this ridiculous quote. Uh, in 2017, a U.S. congressman, Dana Roharbacher, Bashar, mm, it's a, how would you pronounce that if that was an American name, Nick? Because I'm actually Rohrbacher. Rohrbacher. Okay, fair enough. Dana Rohrbacher casually argued that Macedonia, quote, is not a country, end quote, <laughs> could have fooled me, and should be divided up between. This is a great list of countries. Kosovo, Albania, and Bulgaria. Not even giving one to the Greeks. Come on. <laughs> that like quote gave me such fucking whiplash because I was expecting the typical thing that like, oh, he's just like a like he's a weird, like, you know, Greek diaspora ultranationalist normal. You know, normal fucking thing. Expected, no, yeah. no, no, no. Kosovo, Albania, Bulgaria. Like he doesn't yeah. That's amazing. That, like I mean, Kosovo just started existing, like, how many years ago? Thirty? <laughs> like, yeah. <30? laughs> yeah, I forget. And it's too small. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It's amazing. That's um, anti-imperialism right there. You know, the you know, typical so. Macedonian imperialism. <laughs> that, that's totally real. I read the first two lines on the anti-imperialism Wikipedia page, and I've decided Macedonia shouldn't exist anymore. Job I mean, done. I'm an elected official. I mean, what was one of the first empires, right? The, yeah. the bisex- there you go. The bisexual empire of Alexander the Great. Yeah, I like how Kieran Gold. I, I like how Kieran joined Golden Dawn to be anti-imp. Like that's definitely. A vibe. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah, my, my favorite part of that quote is just like <laughs> my ways. Hold up, hold up. My sister, who's very, very, very apolitical, just t- t- texted me just now saying, "Sweet, so we're bombing people again." In terms of the Joe Biden bombing Syria shit. <laughs> Wait, I've not kept on to say what the heat. Seriously, already? Oh my god! Yeah, there. America's yeah. going into Syria no, no, no. more aggressively. Sorry, I just right. had, to, I had to. I had to mention. Right. No, no. It, it, I think it illustrates a point because it's fun to talk about how kind of crazy the Balkans is sometimes, but also at the same time, if you step back, nowhere is any really different. <laughs> it's just there's just like a more con- concentrated PR campaign to make us think that America or Germany are sure. like more sane than they are. For sure. I think also because uh, I've, I've lived in Berlin for so long. I mean, now I'm back in Skopje for the listeners. Um, and like here, I feel like so often I get um, these kinds of comments like, ah, like in Berlin, everything must run so smoothly. I'm like, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Try getting your unmilled or going to the, like the Asta de Pejota or whatever. Like, it, oh, yeah. I, I just feel like it's like quasi-fascist ideas about Germans that are like Germans are so organized, Germans are so much better than us. Like, and it's so much. There's just so much internalized racism on the Balkans, and people just think that they are incompetent because of these like PR campaigns. Essentially, I think. Yeah, it's it's the Germans. It's the Germans lying to you. Don't buy into it. You are the best people. Insert <laughs> your Balkan country here. <laughs> Yeah, and the I'm first talking... people on earth the most likely. Yeah. <laughs> I I am talking to you again insert your country here. You are the greatest. <laughs> insert your nationality here. Only Balkan country so of course. I love you. <laughs> but we're taking a weird uh, uh third Balkan position which is Republika Serbska in Bosnia Herzegovina should be an independent country. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and not a part of Serbia. <laughs> Um, um yeah what, what else did you want to ask about me as the Macedonia expert I on mean, this podcast? Yes, yes you are. Um but the the That's I, it. I, I can uh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> Let's just... Only wanted uh, to know are I... you a real country or not? <laughs> yeah. We answered that pretty quickly, so uh <laughs> but the it is something that like I, I, I can relate to a little bit of just like Ireland has a little bit of this we're a small country, we can't get anything done kind of vibes um they haven't exactly fomented the nationalism just yet um uh, we we don't have the ultranationalists yet because again unlike i don't know alexander the great or whatever we don't really have this like historical massive mm-hmm. empire that we can recall and be like yeah those days were great remember that um but it's definitely the same vibe of like, oh yeah, over in England and you know Germany and France, they have like money and trains and mm. stuff that and they can do things. Um, but it, it's it's it's. I also like want to be very honest with the listener. The Balkans are like my favorite part of the world, 
uh like and not in like a in an ironic look at their insane youtube comments way i really like this part of the world (laughs) i really like yeah yeah, yeah. i really liked being like so the funny thing about like the the macedonian antiquity myth of just like yeah we have a direct connection between like us today and like antiquity macedonia is i liked I liked Croatia like being in the city of Split, where they just acknowledge, yeah, this used to be some like Roman general's like house, but now it's our city, so fuck off. Uh, like we just like came here and it was empty and it's ours now. Fuck you. Uh, that's that's cool. a bit more like I like that honesty a little bit. Um, but uh, we had Elena on because she's written quite a bit about uh, her hometown of Skopje and Macedonia more broadly. Uh, we're going to include those articles in the show notes. Uh, most of them are in English, written for Jackman or the Left Berlin. Left Berlin is a good publication. Um, there's also one uh, particularly about uh, uh, violence towards the Roma people, which we will not talk about in that episode because I read that article yesterday and it is upsetting. <laughs> but I guess the, the, the first thing I want to talk about is just this first article that you... <laughs> what did you send? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's my favorite cover of a book I've ever seen. It is called A Modern History of the Balkans. It is just, uh, uh, unfortunately, Macedonia is not here, but it is. Wow, uh, rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't write, I didn't, I didn't paint this beautiful picture, but they're all shaking hands. And I know that they're this is friends. our vibe today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, like, dude, do you ever do that four way handshake? Mm, nice. <laughs> like, it's sick. What is this? I told uh, you, it's a cover of a book. I, yeah i know but i was like i was at this party one time with a greek and a serbian and they let me do the four-way handshake we can Dude, add we fun. can you know we can like put macedonia in between you know the the serbs and and the greeks yeah. i mean macedonia is already supposed to be absorbed by who was it albania kosovo serbia <laughs> <laughs> it's basically yeah. in the picture I like how this book is so old that it doesn't have any of those people listed that in the thing in the national identities or the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. So yeah, this guy being like writing this in like early nineteen hundreds, being like, Yeah, the Balkans will probably split into like four countries max. It'll be fine. <laughs> Balkanization's gonna go great, guys. Yeah, we did it. Um anyway, okay. So I guess the uh, I guess the first little thing about before we go into like a, a bit of a modern history of um, of Macedonia, uh, I did want to talk about something that's been in the news a little bit, which is uh, um, someone that I've been referring in chats to Elena as Sasho, which she finds very upsetting because no one refers to this guy by his first name. <laughs> but his last name's hard for me to say, so I'm just going to call him Sasho. Sasho, Sasho Baron Cohen. Uh, <laughs> Close it up. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about this guy? Why he's in uh, the news at the moment? Uh, yes, I I wrote a single joke for this podcast on oh. this piece of paper, and oh. it's about him. So <laughs> I plan I'm on prepared. reading this one joke. So Sasha Bialkov is the ex head of the counterintelligence. He's an accomplished businessman, father of two, and famously a very good listener. Ah, uh, that is a good joke. Because <laughs> I know what he's actually famous for. Yeah. So famously, uh, Nick, he wiretapped. He facilitated the wiretapping of twenty thousand 
phones in Macedonia, which was a big scandal in like 2015, I guess, when the then opposition now uh, party that's empowered the Social Democrats like revealed that this was happening. And they revealed mm. these conversations of what they called bombs. And so Zoran Zaev, the current prime minister, then leader of the opposition, was revealing these things. And um, it was a wild ride. 20,000 phones in 2015 is like a, a tenth of the po- No, because this would be phones. No, I get- Like a tenth of the population, right? What is that? Because it's two million. Can someone else do the math? yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's okay so i'm, I'm assuming 20, one phone per would person be, would be would be one percent yeah would be one percent oh okay. but it was okay. it was generally like uh even people from his own party people from the opposition yeah. like business people journalists um it it was definitely what led to like my political awakening was just like these things happening and i was like okay then i guess this is something <laughs> that happens um yeah, because uh, I guess this was this was 2015 that this scandal was revealed, yeah. uh, which then led to some events in 2016, the year where everything happened, um, where we can talk about that in a bit. But Sasha, wiretapping is a scandal when you're a smaller country. But that's because you probably knew someone who was wiretapped. <laughs> no, I know, I know. And I'm just saying it's like in the US, they like just vote openly on wiretapping everyone. You're just like, that's yeah. true. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, like, I guess well. so. In Ireland, it's a little bit more just like, would you like to vote on wiretapping David? It was like, ah, oh, yeah, David's being a real shit. Yeah, wiretapping. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like all know each other. So it's like, yeah. So even just like, even just like neoliberal corruption in Ireland is just a little bit like, oh, it's time for jobs for the boys. And all the boys are just sitting at home being like, I hope it's one of us. It's statistically likely to be one of us. <laughs> Let's just build something. Amazing. <laughs> Let's build a bunch of houses for no reason yeah so like with me if it's like so uh, or as uh kieran wants to call him sasho um sasho sasho <laughs> it sounds so weird to me to, to hear that because it's like <laughs> such a, it's almost like a nickname like because sasho you would call someone whose na- name is alexander for some reason like a nickname i don't know don't okay. don't ask me why i don't think i understand myself but um he was just like such a figure of mystery uh, especially like during the Vimara years, and no one mm. knew much about him. He is also famously um, Nikola Gruevsky's cousin, who uh, is the ex prime minister of Macedonia, who also yes. few, a few years back fled to Hungary. <laughs> and uh, as he was yep. supposed to like go to jail, he fled and somehow mysteriously disappeared. And when I saw this news about Sasha disappearing, when was it a few days ago? It felt so surreal. Yeah. I was like, wow, both of them are just going to be justice. But it was just like, the other cousin now is leaving. Cool. <laughs> like, I did not expect them to come back. I thought it was done for. The he favorite part accepted, of it. He accepted Catholicism and knew that the only country to go to was uh, was Hungary. You know, yeah, the yeah. True paradise for if you're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and uh, also, he... I'm pretty sure Hungary won't investigate any corruption that anyone ever does ever. So you think? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, like, I just, I... It's just a hunch. I was reading Thought a report so. there that like um, China's first um, 
international universe like international campus for one of their universities is going to be in budapest Mm -hmm. and like the reason they're doing it is because they're just like yeah it's like really politically stable here because like nothing ever changes (laughs) and they're like oh that's weirdly true (laughs) oh that's upsettingly true (laughs) wow you know Um, game recognized game basically people just feared him kind of they like knew that he existed and like with the bombs mm. it was the first time that anyone ever heard his voice really like the public because he just didn't do any interviews or anything for tv and um and he basically just like operated like a mafia boss like threatening people and like i have not i i learned about this like an hour ago when i was at my parents my dad told me that apparently there was some kind of um report that said that he on his personal laptop could listen to like 4,000 phones at a time. <laughs> like you just like click on a phone. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, like that dude who's like, you know, one ear is like, you know, Beethoven playing, the other ear is is a podcast. <laughs> that That's multiplied him. by 2,000. Yeah. Thank just, you like, for that beautiful what do you do? Like, like, like I like I always like whenever I hear that my first my first reaction is like damn that's like that's pretty crazy but then it's like what are you gonna do with that like all right if you can listen to four thousand phones simultaneously like I just imagine that literally being the galaxy brain meme <laughs> like unable to process whatever's like coming through the phone <laughs> well, like you have to what, transcend like- a dimension and like you know quantify time in order to. But I, I could totally imagine you setting this up as like I'm a political genius. I've cracked Macedonian politics. It's like House of Cards, but I live here, and <laughs> like in the halls of Macedonian power, I like I'm gonna I'm gonna like approach this like you know heavy hitter in Macedonian politics. I'll be like, hey George, I heard you told the wife to pick up some milk on the way home from work. It's like, how do you scrape through all the phones? It's just like one guy looking for dodgy details. How is that like, like not most of it just like, you know what this sounds like? You know what this sounds like? This sounds like if, all right, this sounds like, you have to bear with me. Unfortunately, Rob's not here for it. But it sounds like if Kanye West became president of a country. Like, I don't know why that very weirdly has Kanye (laughs) vibes to me. I'm just like, it would be something that then, like, he thinks is a genius fucking idea. Yeah, but he hasn't thought it through at all. But he hasn't thought, like, I can listen to 4,000 phones at once. It's like, okay, yeah, and? Yeah, I'm a fucking genius. I can do this. It's like, no, that sounds hectic and stupid, and you really shouldn't. (laughs) Like, you're not not smarter listening to 4,000 people talk at once. Like, sorry, dude. Because, like, doesn't the U.S. have, like, a, a, a system in place that have certain phrases on these, yeah, like, yeah, watched yeah, phones yeah. Mm-hmm. that'll, yeah. like, trigger? It's, like, automated to an extent. Like, yeah. you're just one guy on a laptop being, like, yeah, I can listen to 4,000 phones. Just, like, <laughs> how do you decide which one? What are you looking for? Yeah, how do you the, weave through all the... Uh, it's the guy, it's the guy where... He still like, shouldn't be allowed to do this. I'm not gonna <laughs> no, 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 yeah, absolutely not. It's very bad, but it's, it's, the, it's, it's the thing of the, of the guy playing chess with his brain. <laughs> I've done it. Uh, But yeah, basically other stuff that's like terrible about him is just uh, that he, he was also like sued for money laundering and he was just like basically able to evade all of this uh, justice and like, um, Mm. and uh, what was it like three days ago or 
Yeah, it's just that he disappeared mysteriously as he was supposed to be served the court order. Um, And um, he was gone. And I just think everyone was posting on Facebook. Like, one of the things that people, I I saw a friend post was like, guess he won't be counted in the census. Too bad. Oh, yeah, we famously have not had a census in 20 years um, because I. Um, I think it's because, like, generally, because, like, people don't want to admit how large our, uh, Albanian ethnic minority is because of, uh, nationalism. Oh, fuck. And, um, That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Very yes. Fun. Yes. The true Balkans. Yes. I, uh. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, they just do, like, uh, um, they just do the census. It's like, sir, we have a problem. What is it? The entire population is identified as either Kosovar, Albanian, or Bulgarian. <laughs> Um, oh, no. <laughs> but today, Bielkov was sentenced to 12 years in prison for like the wiretapping mm. and all this. So that's kind of cool. But um, basically, what's funniest to me is like right before we started recording, I watched this video. Um, it's too bad that there aren't subtitles, but it's amazing because he was gone. And then like it seems like maybe the the police interrogated his family or something and he just didn't plan this super mm. well and he he got worried and came back and he just shows up in front of the the like judicial building or like every average building and there's one reporter there who catches his statement definitely not staged definitely this reporter was not informed beforehand that Bialkov was going back and the first question he asked him is um uh, Mr. Bialkov, are you currently in Macedonia? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That's a, that sounds like the colonized mindset again of just like, hey, Mr. Bialkov, Mr. Bialkov, is Macedonia real? He just like looks at him, he's like, what? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's a deep question. <laughs> and then his excuse was that um, he was really sick. He had a 40 degrees Celsius, like, temperature, and he was isolating because, you know, he just, like, really cares about corona restrictions. And he asks him, Mm. he was like, the police check at your home and at the Marriott, which, by the way, he owns, like, (laughs) fun fact. Oh, cool. Um, And... And he's like, where were you? And he just says, I was isolating. (laughs) He doesn't say where. (laughs) (laughs) And, and then it's just like a two three minute video and then what was the other question which i thought was hilarious it was like uh he's like will you try to run away and he's like of course not anyone who knows me th- knows that my word means everything of course i will not run away <laughs> like, <laughs> ignore when i was in hungary in 2018 <laughs> No, it was, um, it's just, just uh, I, it's so surreal, the fact that he came back, and just this, this video is, like, the most staged thing I've seen in a long time. Beautiful. My favorite, my favorite little tidbit of information from this story, of this whole, like, saga, is, um, when he was missing for those three days. You no, know, I think it was just uh, the day that he was missing, or, like. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and he said that he didn't. Once he found out that people were looking for him, he he wanted to stop all of these unpleasant trees, so he came back. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, bro. Like, my phone was off. Like, I, I, I probably charged <laughs> <laughs> Dude, crazy yeah. night last night. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah. He's doing the fucking, yeah, the, uh, the, oh, sorry, I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I just had a fever, man. Like, <laughs> There's that really annoying thing on Facebook where you want the, the like the conversation to end, just be like, "Police, where are you?" Thumbs up emoji, <laughs> thumbs up react. Uh, Sasha, it was like this post. Sasha. <laughs> um, okay, so my favorite thing about this is when he was missing, when the like police went to his house uh, to you know get him, basically. Um, you know he wasn't there. And then the opposition, which is um, Vimro, basically, mm-hmm. um, demanded that the government resign for him not being there. The for guy who did all the corruption on their behalf, who should be arrested, <laughs> demanded the current government let their cousin criminal get away. So I guess uh, after we've been uh, done talking about Sasha, uh, um, the mysterious... Uh, cousin i'm just gonna remember the fact that he's a cousin like this country this former government was run by cousins i like that i I like that concept and excellent listeners yeah yeah neoliberalism in the balkans is jobs for the cousins um (laughs) just nepotism just like regular neoliberalism but like more (laughs) we're all the same here all the same the more changes the more things stay the same (laughs) exactly um but that kind of leads us into um, some important kind of like recent history of this country, um, namely the the 2016 color rev- colorful revolution, which is what stopped or, or like what got rid of this uh, very very corrupt wiretapping Vimro government. If uh, if my understanding is correct, uh, sort of I guess it's like it's very complicated I would say because uh, the colorful revolution happened in 2016, but. Bumbara was still in power until, uh, like, mid-2017. Or wait, mm. I'm always, like, not great with the... I feel like when you've lived a certain history, it gets, like, almost mixed up in your head. I was talking about this to, to my parents before the recording. I was like, I just can't remember it all. Like, there were so many scandals that it's like if i read about them again i think i'll maybe remember but it's like off the top of my head it's like there was like a scandal almost every day or like at least a few a week that you're like like you almost get lost in how many scandals there were with the motto but basically uh leading up to the elections um there were a lot of uh very strange nationalist protests and on the on the 27th of April, 2017, let me check this, but I'm pretty sure it's this <laughs> day. Um, um, May 2017 is when uh, 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 Zoran Zaev became prime minister. 2017, you said? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. Uh, so basically, it was uh, it was when the all of these protests basically escalated and or were just, um, the protesters were just ordered to do this. Uh, Hmm. because it was like 200 or so men, mostly men, I think, if not all, entered the parliament Hmm. and the police kind of let them in. They tried to kill the opposition on the 27th of April. 
2017. Yeah. And uh, there are pictures with, like, Zayev's face kind of bloody, or, like, the current defense minister, Radmila Shikarinska, she was, uh, like, there was, like, a, this old man pulling her by the hair, like, and um, Zayadin Sela, who was this Albanian MP, he, he was almost beaten to death, and it, but something, something happened that's, like, not entirely clear to the public that made the police actually um, chase them out of the parliament. And mm. um, so they didn't manage to kill anyone. But it was kind of expected because I, I was in Berlin when this happened. And it was just, like, very confusing. And, like, because um, somehow it almost felt like things were at a standstill. Like, it wasn't clear where things were going. Something this happened. And we thought at, like, midnight, because the president had a press conference scheduled, we thought it was going to be, like, okay, this is going to be some kind of, like, turkey scenario when, like, after this, it's, like, a state of emergency type situation. Then he didn't do that. So, it's, like, there's speculation that basically, like, the U.S. or, like, what, uh, like, the EU called him and was, like, well, either you make sure that there is democracy in Macedonia or you're going to be at the Hague, which is, but it is speculation, which like cannot be like entirely proven because like, obviously these go, these things go through like back channels, but essentially yeah, it's like, that's how, because, because uh, Siddhartha, the social Democrats, it's like, at Stanford, like the social democratic union of Macedonia had enough MPs together with a few other parties to to win the elections and then in uh in may um so like uh what, what, it was like a month month and a half later the new government was sworn in and um you know it's just been great from there no problems at all <laughs> <laughs> um because yeah i guess the the there's like two uh there's two things i just wanted to bring up about mm-hmm. like the emrose um near a decade of rule i guess uh, of the country which is the no it was uh, more than a decade it was like 11 or 12 years it comes out to yeah right right so it's enough. like a really long time the um so the they, they kind of like solidified media control there exactly. was this, um uh, the, the jobs for the boys kind of thing <laughs> jobs for the boys <laughs> jobs for the boys um 600 million euro through a 2014 architectural project in Skopje. Yeah, honestly, uh, might have been more. Like, it's unclear how much excellent. was. Uh, yeah, great stuff. <laughs> and also, nice. it's like even unclear how much money was laundered through like other projects that weren't Skopje 2014, right? Like, who knows? Because at the end of the day, like Mialkov, who we just spent mm-hmm. the whole segment talking about, he owns a bunch of businesses still and like the maria hotel and so like how does he own that he was just the government official like obviously he laundered a lot of money and so um it's just a situation which like i mean it was like an authoritarian state at the time i would say because like i remember what it was like being in high school and being like people didn't feel like free to post stuff on like facebook or whatever and, like, there were very few people actually mm-hmm. speaking out against the government because it was just, it, like, really solidified all this control. And, like, obviously things are just, I mean, truly far from perfect now. And uh, I I definitely have my mm-hmm. critiques. But, like, it was, like, I think it was so bad that people just wanted anything. Like, even if, like, no one really 
believes that Sadasama is like so capable or like so much better blah, 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 or whatever they they just like wanted something and like I mean I voted for them at the time it's it was just like that also it was interesting because I voted from Berlin I only got four options I didn't even get the other like parties <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know what that's about but that's what I got oh geez okay um cool uh, and then there's like one other thing that the Vimro government is kind of like responsible for, or at least in some of your articles you kind of mentioned, I think I saw this elsewhere, that they are also kind of responsible for the uh, antiquization kind of of like, con- like the, the kind of cultural project of connecting modern Macedonia with historical Alexander the Great Macedonia yeah, and building yeah. this national narrative. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, if uh, if either of you ever come visit in Skopje, you'll see what this looks like at the moment. Oh, like, um, I can give you a tour of our <laughs> city center, which looks completely different than like in the in the It'll city. Just be me yelling about how this is all Greece. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that. Um, <laughs> no, I just like. Imagine, like, Kieran ter- telling his, like, child being, like, so this is Alexander the Macedonian, not... Like- <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Nick's yeah. killed, I'm fully converted. <laughs> yeah, I'm in jail, yeah. I'm I'm telling my kid in, like, 30 years that I went to jail because I was just, you know, telling the truth about yeah. Alexander the Great. And Kieran, yeah. you know, being the weakling that he is, giving into the Macedonian mm. propaganda. <laughs> That's yeah. right. <laughs> Wait, Kira, what was your kid's name? I, I want to involve her in the narrative of this propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's going to be incorporated into the, the new mythos, the national building of uh, North Macedonia. It was like Irish um, little child was like a, a part of the new Macedonia or something. Or the new yeah, Paris, yeah, yeah. Greece, whichever one of you is more convincing to this baby. And then in twenty years, there's a statue of her in Bicola, and just like she was Macedonian, <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Well, too, like the, my my like you know, after I die, my entire thing will also be changed as well, so that then I as well will also be Macedonian. <laughs> oh my God, there's a corner Spati statue in the middle of the city. <laughs> yes, we're all Macedonian. <laughs> For oh, Yulia, Yulia's Albanian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that that would be the new wave of conspiracy theories. It's just like people fighting over whether or not Cornish, this Cornish painting guys are Macedonian. <laughs> I want. I so badly want to do. First of all, everything about Scotland. We've already that I, that I, we've already settled this. All right, it's already been settled. Uh, Kieran, yeah. can you can be Macedonian? I I don't care. Yeah, you're gonna be. No, yeah, Yulia's Albanian. My like, I by default, unfortunately, am Greek in this scenario. And Rob is. I'm very is, sorry. Is Rob is. It's okay. Uh, Rob is Syrian, and we don't know how this fits into place. But Rob is Syrian. Okay. <laughs> because Rob actually is Syrian. He's Syrian. <laughs> I didn't know that about Rob. Um, but the 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 okay. I really want to do a live show in Skopje now for like no good reason other than just to like do it, do a slideshow. You want me to get arrested? It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just going to do a slideshow of things that are like Macedonian. It's just like Philly cheese sticks, Macedonian, Macedonian baby. 
Burritos, Macedonian. Macedonian. Gyros, yeah. Macedonian. <laughs> Macedonian. Ramen, Macedonian Nick. also. Ramen, Macedonian. Macedonian. Ramen. <laughs> Anime, Macedonian. <laughs> um, Joe Biden, Macedonian. <laughs> Joe Biden, Macedonian Catholic nationalist. The only, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but. The, the the antiquization, uh, which I believe kind of manifested with the the construction of statues of Correct, Alexander yeah. the Great, mm. uh, and this is not like all this is building tensions with like neighboring countries, uh, namely Greece. Um, the Bulgarians hate you guys too, but for a slightly different reason. They don't uh, love us. We're we're not a Balkan favorite. <laughs> Uh, no Balkan is a Balkan favorite. That's true. Yeah, it's like watching Riverdale. It's a messy teen drama, but the um, but that like, I just love that whole like that whole project, and then like we'll get to it now, I guess, with the uh, uh, the kind of like next somewhat like epoch in in recent uh, Macedonian history, which is the uh, Prespa Agreement, and the kind of run up to that, right? Um. Um, yeah, I feel like it's such a complicated thing that led up to that. Um, basically, I, I think for the most part, the Social Democrats, um, together with the Dewey um, government, um, I mean, the Dewey coalition, they, uh, they wanted to focus a lot on uh, international relations instead of like domestic affairs, which is what kind of led to the Prespa Agreement and this I think, I mean, I can't get inside uh, Zoranzaev's head or whatever, but I think he wants this to be, like, his legacy of, like, he solved the Macedonian name issue. Mm. And, um, and like, I, I think I was, like, even at the time, I was kind of, like, torn about the whole thing because, at the, on the one hand, you kind of want the name issue to be solved um, because it's just been exploited by nationalists for decades. But then, like, every time you have to say, like, I'm from North Macedonia, I kind of feel, like, defeat. And, like, mm. um, and at the time, like, this it rep- makes, it makes, it makes me stronger, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, feed me. <laughs> see, every, every time I say North Macedonia, I feel like Nick wins. <laughs> Yeah, I win every like I I am I am the dog meme of the dog just yoked. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, um, go on, Elena. Yeah. But yeah, basically, it was uh, uh, the the agreement was conjured up by uh, Soran Zaev's government and uh, Alexis Tsipras's government, which is also social democratic. Of um, um, why am I blanking on the name? Like Syriza, the which mm. um. I'm, I'm, I think you guys have done episodes on them and their like neoliberal betrayal as well. Yes, yeah. I'm, oh yeah, they're trash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, and similar to what you're saying about Zora, and I, I, I think um, well, uh, at this point in Cerise's career, Alex, like Alexis, thought this would also be another thing of his legacy, right? Of, right. Like, normalized relations and with Macedonia. This is something I could possibly get done because I fucked the economy. But like, Truly, so bad I, also, like <laughs> I also just love the fact that Kieran refers to every Balkan politician by their first name, like they're his buddies. Like, just, Sasha, Zora, this is Irish Alexa. tradition. This is Irish tradition. I'm sorry, but you do not refer to politicians other than by their first name. 
I I can. We re- had a president. We had a we had a prime minister literally called Bertie Ahern. No one called him Albert. It was always Bertie. So one of the one of the things I just wanted to uh, uh, talk about there with uh, the Prespa agreement is how it was kind of like ratified with the public effectively. Right, or? right. I mean, the Prespa agreement is just like so complicated in the in the sense that like the people opposing it were generally nationalists, and there wasn't like a real like anti EU or anti like NATO discourse. It was like even Womera at the time was supporting entrance into NATO and the EU. They just didn't want to change the name, which was like very absurd there wasn't like any kind of like critical discourse for the most part and um and so like the people who really supported this like euro-atlantic uh integration they voted for it and the people who didn't just abstain from voting and had this like strategy of like if we boycott the elections there won't be valid elections but then we changed our name anyway so (laughs) that's great for democracy (laughs) love that for us and it's like it it's a it's amazing like how tied up the whole thing was with like because i i guess when we were like when i was hearing about it like not in macedonia i guess i was hearing like oh they're voting to change their name but then i read the uh the question that was actually posed in the referendum which i have here is do you want to make nick stronger Yes or no? <laughs> There's this one guy. Nick. Yeah, Nick. Nick's gonna become an absolute himbo if you vote for this referendum. Uh, are you in favor of European Union and NATO membership by accepting the agreement between the Republic of Macedonia and the Republic of Greece? That was the. That was the. Na- that was the referendum yep. question, which is. <laughs> kind of absurd (laughs) it's like it's asking you to make three decisions at once right because some people like obviously it's possible to be in favor of like eu membership without being in favor of like nato membership or in favor of like changing the name without even being in favor of either of these things and they just wanted to lump it all in i believe the strategy was to to make people want to vote yes on the name because no one actually wants to be called North Macedonia. It's like, uh, like take whatever position you want on it, but it just it does feel like kind of like humiliating and like you're not a real country. But it's like people would like suck it up and like vote like for it, supposedly for these like greater goals of like uh, Euro Atlanticism because you know like Atlanticism's bath baby, like especially with Joe Biden now. <laughs> Nick is uh, continuously flexing. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting bigger by by the minute. Because, uh, becoming if, the himbo I, we, we all love. Becoming the himbo that 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 I was destined to be. If I like remember correctly, too, there was just like a list. Like uh, the naming thing happened in like a really weird way as well, where there were like six suggested names, but they like weren't released to the public or whatever. I think so. Honestly, it's like. Uh, as I said earlier, I just feel like there are so many random scandals that I I can't keep up with everything in my memory, like off the top of my head. Yeah the 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 list of the list of names was an interesting one because I I also remember the I also remember the list of names that uh, I think you're right that they weren't released, but there was like speculation. Wait, here on his there. Like I can't see it. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear us? <laughs> I've transcended time and space now. I've become too powerful. 
<laughs> I am king of Greece, <laughs> which now includes all the Balkans. It's just the world. I encompass yeah. all, everything. I feel like it'd be so funny yeah. to do an episode from Skopje if you guys ever visit. I feel like we can do a tour or some shit. Like... God, yes, yes, definitely, 100%. I want, I want to do a show to, like, the five leftists in Skopje that speak English perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, no. I'll, I'll still be, like, stoned. Like, not the good kind, the bad kind. Yeah, we have to heavily sedate... No, 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 we have to sedate you so that you don't go on, like, Greek nationalist rants. <laughs> or, so that, or so that you do go on Greek nationalist rants. <laughs> You'll just like, right. be like fucking what's his name like Don Jr. with that book like triggered like that'll be you. <laughs> we'll have you. Uh, we'll have you like. We'll have you like absolutely tripping balls. You're like, Kieran, are we in? We in Greek Macedonia? And I was like, mm-hmm, We're in Macedonia. <laughs> yes, yes, Nick. <laughs> we we sure are. <laughs> and he's like, Good. I wake up uh, in just like amazing. a cell in Skopje, like two weeks later, <laughs> le- just like you know, left for dead by the rest of Cornish Beatty, to then yeah. you know, be put on trial by the entire country of Macedonia for crimes against Macedonia. Yeah, Kieran, so much for solidarity. I know, right? I'm, I will sell all of you out <laughs> for uh, <laughs> some good sun. So this referendum doesn't really succeed because the boycott works. They don't get 50% turnout, which means the referendum's illegitimate. But uh, Zorin Zayev manages to get like 60% of the parliament to pass it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Which is a dodgy political move, but nonetheless, it happened. So, yeah. Yay! <laughs> Democracy! Yay. <laughs> Democracy, it worked. Invented by the Macedonians. Democracy. <laughs> but, but. Classic but, Macedonian Athenian democracy. How could we forget? <laughs> um, but the, the interesting thing now is like the progress towards. NATO and European Union membership because uh, the NATO membership has happened. Uh, there, there was the the famous international clip of Trump pushing, uh, I believe, Zorin Zayev out of the way so he can be in the photo at the event commemorating Macedonia's enter, like entry into NATO. Oh my god! What? How, how have I missed this? Okay, so since it's me later. Yeah. <laughs> But like Trump yeah, meeting it, with it, any leaders in the Balkans is like some of his best content that no one knows about. Yeah. Not even me. Trump tricking, <laughs> yeah, Trump tricking Serbia into signing a like, you know, signing over their uh, um, uh, move the embassy. Yeah, to, to move Jerusalem. the embassy to Jerusalem was one of the weirdest uh, amazing uh, moments move. of his presidency. Yeah, 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 so good. The um, but like. At this point, I just kind of want to highlight, and it's probably something we've kind of talked about, like of the the weird kind of like small country or Balkan attitude towards like you know this idolized version of Germany, this idolized version of France or the UK or like proper countries in quotes. Um, is Zoran Zaev's quote here about Macedonia needing the EU, which is ah oh, yeah, that's a that's I, a great quote. <laughs> I read it with incredibly horny energy for sure. So, I, I, yeah, yeah. I had to include that quote in my my Jacobin article. It was uh, key, I think, to understanding the whole issue. 
Go on, Karen. And Nick, you haven't heard this quote, so I want you to pay attention to this. <laughs> maybe, we did, maybe we did more sensually. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, ASMR. This is, okay, this is Prime Minister of a whole fucking country. <clears throat> we need a whipper. We need someone from EU and NATO to come here and whip us into shape. Ooh la la. From me on top down to everyone else. Because there has to be a European kind of order. There have to be European rules. That oh, is something this is the we want. the unsexy version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is something we want and aim to achieve. He, he drops the whipping metaphor towards the end. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was real cool. I don't know what <laughs> It's just an insane metaphor. It's like, hey, I'm I'm running for prime minister of Macedonia. So Vote for me, me so I can recreate. Yeah, yeah, so I can recreate the ending scene from the Kang and Kodos episode of The Simpsons where they vote for Kang and Kodos. Everyone's just whipping by the European Union to build, I don't know, a laser to Turkey. Um, yeah, it's it's a wonderful quote. Um, One of his best, I think. But. I, I, it exemplifies perfectly just that like terrible energy of just like no we can't do this ourselves and you're fools for thinking that we could exactly uh we so have to be punished <laughs> we have to be punished for the sin of being born oh they're catholic <laughs> it's oh. <laughs> yeah, it's oh they're orthodox it's the same shit like what <laughs> more gold more gold yeah, yeah that's yeah. it that kind of like leads us to like that. That's your kind of like your big broad strokes of Macedonia in recent history, because like just by reading and talking about like any of that stuff for the last like 20 minutes or so is definitely a better position and a better understanding of this country than it should be split three ways between Kosovo Albania. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm listening to, I'm, you know what? I, I like, I, I like the, the pizzazz. All right. I like that. he's. <laughs> I like that. He's like, like kind of, taken a a new route with it of like yeah Macedonia mm. is not real but you know why it's not real because it's Kosovo Albania and Bulgaria that's a point I've never heard before yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, a yeah I've come to see a punk band but oh look someone with a saxophone has come out on stage mm. oh, this is oh this is going to be something and that's how ska <laughs> was invented yeah this is the, the ska, ska punk or whatever bit- yeah this is the scar take on the Balkans. Pick it up, pick it up, um, pick it up. <laughs> pick it up, pick it up, picking up territory and <laughs> weird expansionism. Um, but, all of it. All of it. But the uh, a recent article that you wrote for a, a an online publication called Medusa, uh, which we will have a link to in the description, but warning to people at home, it is in Macedonian. <laughs> Um, which, if you listen to the Bulgarians, is not a real language. But, uh, <laughs> um, I'll let the listeners decide on that one. Um, <laughs> I mean, Google Translate says translate from Macedonian, so it's good enough for their stupid machine. Yeah, okay. That Do you want be. me to talk about my article? Yes, yes. I wanted you to talk about this, uh, this, this character, if you will. Uh, 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 a true gem of Macedonian literature. Uh, Vinko Andorovsky mm. has this book, which uh, I did read. I did like it at the time, but I was also in high school, so I don't think that my like opinion of it can be trusted because I've not reread mm. it. 
Um, it's called the Papakot na Svetot, which is the, the, the belly button of the world, the navel of the world, whatever. Um, sort of horny title. Sounds um, hot, yeah. <laughs> I remember... Is there anything about we got, we got whipping, we got, we got belly buttons, you know. What's next? Macedonia's horny on Maine. Uh, just just wait till Corona passes. Macedonia is going to be the horniest nation on your problem. Oh, every, every, everyone is going to be. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, we're looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> but but this book was like a bestseller. People like he's like a pretty respected author and like intellectual, whatever you may make of that. Um, hmm. And he's a professor at the the biggest public university in Macedonia, and so like, um, it's just like people don't really criticize him. He has this column in an established yeah. newspaper, and and I think the fact that I have not lived in Macedonia for like the last five years and just moved back uh, like six months ago, um, hmm. I think just made me I just wrote this article on like a Friday, but a lot of people were really impressed, which um like which I'm not saying it's like a bad article or anything, but I think people were just afraid to criticize him and I just didn't care and it just sort of happened. <laughs> I was just like But this is the summary of, of the article that I was initially responding to, but then I uh connected it with some other homophobic articles that he had written. Um, so the, so also the, the article that he wrote, it's like a column and it's a kind of pun. It's the title is Po Arno Sexualno Brazovania, which means like better sexual education. But the pun is that like he put the A in parentheses. So you could also read it as like porn sexual education. Am I, aren't I clever? Yeah, yeah he did it. He did it. Wordplay. Wordplay. He he did it. So basically, yeah. So basically, this is his um, the summary of his argument, if we are gonna call mm. it that. Um, so he's like, my friends and I didn't have a such sexual education, but we still managed to make kids. Ha ha. Like um, and, like get married or like have sex, whatever. <laughs> go okay. go for you, like. <laughs> And he's like, children should not learn about sex from porn sites, but also I don't really love sex ed. Also, like, faith slash, like, religion, I guess, um, and love cannot be taught through reason, so that's why we shouldn't have sexual education. Um, also, sexual education will teach about, like, different gender identities and sexual orientations, and this is a direct quote for him, which um, is like, mm. and through this education, on the backs of the children, we will try to solve oh. the problem of the social acceptance, in parentheses, and even the VIP treatment of homosexuality. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So he's, okay. So he's afraid of just like, like homosexual supremacy or maybe compo- uh what, what do we call it state sanctioned bisexuality <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah and basically yeah. he says like instead of sexual education i suggest that we have a different kind of subject called the art of love and some of the compulsory readings should be fucking lolita like not a joke oh this is oh, a fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why? Do, okay, is is this the same article where he uses off the backs of children? Because I don't like I don't like this imagery that he's painting. Yeah, I don't like this one bit. Yeah, yeah, no, it's I I just read this article on like a Sunday night, and then I was just like, I have to write something against this. And the the like alarm bells for me went off when like by the end of the article he's like he's like arguing against sex education because I guess he likes watching a lot of porn and tells you about his porn preferences at a certain point. Wait, I think I have that quote. Oh, <laughs> like okay. he does yeah, it. This article is going all over the place. He's <laughs> like stuck he... <laughs> in the washing machine, but it turns out it's actually his stepsister. <laughs> um. He's like, okay, this is it. So he's saying, this is the part where I think he's implicitly telling the audience about his porn preferences. He's like, this education, Mm. meaning like sexual education, will inform young people about the existence of different sexual orientations. So what we see in sex ed, uh, so so how, what, what is sex ed doing differently as opposed to pornography? Every porn site today shows you different sexual orientations to men, to girls, threesomes, group sex, uh, sex with a minor, yeah. even sex with animals. <laughs> it's like a whole range of oh. I don't think those last two uh, 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 sections are legal, my man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, um, a whole range of diversity and different orientations. And he's like, when shown at school, my child may ask, if these are sexual orientations, what are the disorientations? Like, got him. Liberal, like, what is it? Like, <laughs> liberals are owned. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm just waiting for his for, for this article just to turn into an obituary for Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, so he was doing all of this, like, just, like, sort of run-of-the-mill homophobia. Uh like uh, packaged into this like concern for the children like what about my child learning about sucking dick isn't my child gonna be damaged forever um and then by the well make sure your kids not shit at sucking dick (laughs) 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 um and then he like does all of this like hand-wringing whatever and he's like thus i feel really close to the human rights association called from us to us Mind you, not a human rights association, oh. but a conspiracy theory website sharing fake news about coronavirus and vaccines. Um, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> excellent. Are we getting? And is it getting? Oh, sorry, I have to ask: Is it getting wrapped up in this in the same kind of hand wringing he's doing about like save the children? Is yeah, this yeah. Macedonian Ka- QAnon? Yes, yes, correct. Well, Karen, you, yes. you got this. <laughs> Wait. Yes. I'm gonna, okay, I will follow up with a picture that um, you may describe to the audience. Do you know who else also loved pedophilia? The Greeks. The Greeks. We've got this. <laughs> oh, damn, all my power has been sucked away from me. <laughs> so he he says that he feels close to this again. Human rights association, not conspiracy uh-huh. theory crackpot. Which has a critical yep, totally a- normal NGO. <laughs> yep. Which has a critical attitude towards the introduction of transgender ideologies in education. Yes, so, yes, so yes, this, yes. Okay. So this to me was like the moment in which I was like, okay, this is a red flag. I should look up 
what his sources are. So when I looked at this website, it's uh, it's just like insane. It shares things about how you can cure coronavirus with like vitamin C, that it's like not a big deal. Um, and has this long article against sexual, sexual education where they say that, like, they repeat that, like, conspiracy theory that Planned Parenthood is uh, selling fetuses or, like, so it's just, oh, like... that's old. I know, I know, but it's, like, that's... Sometimes, I, you know how also in Germany it feels like the... Um, yeah. Like, the pop culture is kind of late. I feel like the conspiracy theories are kind of late in Macedonia. <laughs> I get that, yeah. yeah wait, I'm going to send you to this... <laughs> guys, guys, oh, this, anyway. Wait, wait, I have to send you the picture of the... So the woman who runs this conspiracy theory website, I will send you mm. the um her profile picture. Just wait a just wait a second because uh no problem. it's worth yeah, it. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> I love the, I love the idea of the delay of like conspiracy theories of just like him writing articles about like here's why we should stop sex education. Uh, also, uh, what what happened to Building Seven? Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, her. Are you aware of the like flag of flag of like Virgina or like I don't know how you say it in English. It's like the old Macedonian flag, which like the it's disputed between the Greeks and the Macedonians. Oh, maybe just put a link in it in the in the description. It's just a yeah, a, yeah. a different kind of flag. So uh, the the leader of this. Um, of this conspiracy theory organization. It's the star, Her- right? It's yeah, yeah, like a different looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a different looking sun, uh-huh. but it has like sixteen yeah. uh, rays instead of eight. Mm-hmm. And it and was they're, like they're, like a they're pointed, yeah, they're, yeah. They're pointed and sped instead of like how the Macedonian flag currently is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, okay, exactly, exactly. And she, her profile picture is a red cube with little uh, sons of Virgina. Like inside the queue. <laughs> uh, there we so go. <laughs> right. I love this. <laughs> when I found that, I was like, "Wow, I I'm at the cusp of something truly great here." <laughs> I'm gonna take that. All right, I'm gonna take that logo. I'm just gonna put the blue background behind it, and then boom, we have Greek Macedonian QAnon. Yeah. Uh, you know my, uh, my 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 new grift, if you will. <laughs> I really like the idea of the only thing that bridges the like two ultra-nationalist groups that have classically hated each other is this new QAnon conspiracy. And everyone can't decide if this is good or bad. <laughs> so the fighting has stopped, but oh, no. I love that. Love that for us. Love that for the Balkans. Yeah. But essentially what I proved in my, my article, which um, I guess not many people bothered to like look up this person's sources, and he has an article mm. in which he claims that Children are being sold to gay men for tens of thousands of dollars in Brussels. And even though he uh. says that these children are not technically, this is not technically human trafficking or whatever, like there are not children that you see in cages and that are bought or something that it's like literally um, connecting gay men to surrogates. Which, it's not even that, like, there are no prices that I could find anywhere on this website. It's called Men Having Babies. And it's just, like, an American NGO or something that helps gay men form families. Which is, like, 
Fu- like adoption. Like adoption. Like it's just like yeah, it's okay. just like totally normal and nothing like <laughs> bizarre happening in relation to it. They like hold parenting workshops or whatever. But he's like he picked up on the fake news that like they are selling babies, and he specifies mm. in his article he's like through st- uh, through rented out wombs of women, and he's like back in the day when a man would pay a woman. Uh, for like a sexual act that was called prostitution, but now it's uh, human trafficking. Apparently, like it's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like reading oh, this. Is, it's such a rabbit hole. I went down, but I read a new column by him today. I mean, it's not a new. Maybe it's a new one. I think it's like slightly newer, which had a really, mm. really cool quote that I would like to share. Um, in this article that's more recent, that's called hate not hate speech is a problem you fucking idiots essentially is my free translation of his um of his title oh great um and then uh, he he's talks in your about face. yeah yeah it's like he's just like have you ever noticed that straight men like on the right are just so angry and aggressive and you're like what are you angry about have you tried being a woman for like three fucking seconds and like but they're so much angrier than you and they're angry about random shit that's like not even real but yeah this is this is like i mean everything you described initially about this guy like at the beginning of the section was just like like okay again we had these jokes about like how you know the balkans are insane and stuff like that but like this is also just incredibly British. Like this is just there's a there's a co- there's a columnist who like had mm-hmm. a successful book like a co- like about ten years ago, and now he's just kind of like resting on his laurels. He he's kind of secretly every so often like every like, every so often like kind of dropping hints that he might be a pedophile, and like <laughs> and then like at the same time no one challenges him ever. And this is that he's just got like a column in a respected like newspaper or journal or whatever, and that, yeah, that's just that's British energy. That's just what that's what that entire country is. True. No, uh, but I think it's just this kind of thing. Like what I'm realizing is that I think people just like because it's a small enough country, like you were saying about Ireland. It's like I think people know him or like they know a friend of his or whatever, and if they're like a journalist and they want to write something against him, they're like, ah, it's a little awkward. Like my friends, yeah. my friends gonna be mad at me. I don't want to deal with that right now. Whereas, like, I didn't have any risk of anyone being mad at me. I was just kind of like, this guy's a dick <laughs> going after trans people. He's gonna go down. Like, mm, that's the other British thing, going after that's trans true, people. That's true. That's <laughs> true. And it is just also like I know a lot of trans people in Macedonia because, like, I I do know a lot of the queer community here, and especially like. The, mm. the trans community is like, I don't know how many trans people in Macedonia there are, but I want to say like 20, 30, maybe 100. Like, I don't know. Like, obviously yeah. I can't come up with the number, but like, personally, I think I know like seven or eight or something. And, and it's just kind of like, have you met a trans person? Like, what are you talking about here? And it's just a <laughs> like vague idea of like, they're going to turn my son into a woman. It's like, not really Vinko, like uh maybe you should retire like i don't know like maybe you need to yeah. chill <laughs> go go watch some porn you seem to be having a great time yeah, with, with this like animal Actually, porn don't yeah no 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 don't don't no 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 stop no it. <laughs> oh yeah yeah those two other sections that you mentioned maybe uh, g- yeah, get the off two that. sections that he mentioned that he just told on himself on yes <laughs> yeah. no 
Those are not sections on the like on normal porn sites. We all know that, dude. <laughs> come on, like, come on, dude. There's like one porn site now, and it's not a section on it. It's just not. <laughs> No, totally. Uh, um, I can read you some more quotes from him um, that you may react to. Um, for example, yeah. no, just this, this, the the one that I just mentioned that was against hate, but not hate speech. Conveniently, um, mm-hmm. he he says something like, honestly, I cannot tell you the argument of this column. Like, I could tell you the one that I was like okay. focusing on when I was writing my article but this one it felt like like someone's really scattered like facebook posts like of your uncle that you're like embarrassed to talk to and like for example (laughs) uh i'll just read you a couple of quotes from this article because uh they're Mm. quite they're gems so he says for example in this one clearly referring to some kind of sketch or something that i've not seen and he's like, no matter how much one is educated in a European way or on the side of women's rights, yeah. one hel- can't help but think of the the Serbian hit uh, from like uh, from the home of abused men. Uh, that like this guy who was re- I don't know someone filmed some Serbian guy from a home for abused men, where he says in front okay. of the k- TV camera, there are two types of women: some who talk a lot and others. Who don't shut their mouths. <laughs> oh, cool. Fun thing to say. <laughs> Fun thing I'm so glad this man has a platform. <laughs> right? I love it. Like, um Yeah. Great times. And uh and this one is um uh, and then the next part of, that I singled out from the column is uh I'm a fan, I think. It says Mm. besides like oh yeah so this is like oh sorry he's like ranting about how europe and the united states are prosecuting hate speech and this is like brought to the balkans or like that's like what's implied like but now like we're right, supposed right, right. to be like prosecuting hate speech it's like besides europe and the united states should be consistent to the eighth to the end if uh if hate speech is already being punished let it be punished in american films as well <laughs> Hollywood okay. is an industrial nest of hate speech. We took all of those American yeah. inspe- expressions that contain bitch, son of a bitch, and this one, it's translated to fucking good, but I just don't know what expression he means. Like, uh-huh. um, and the like from Western f- films, not from our folklore. Those curse words are not in the spirit of our language at all. Uh, this means that uh, that not only is hate speech a new, like, trendy label invented in order to induce social stigma for, like, those people doing hate speech, presumably, but right. um, speech itself is in a trend of intimidation. Um, usually it's in the spirit of English colloquial, like, phrases. It says, if you're already going to be cursing, curse in Macedonian. <laughs> and then he ends the article by saying that's all for me on the topic of hatred uh but i should probably remain silent lest i be sued by the hatred that i so despise what a fucking loser right (laughs) like hasn't been fucked in years like just he was born in the wrong country yeah kieran's right he's british 
<laughs> this is a take I could not have come up with on my own. I'm very glad to be coming on this podcast in order to yeah. learn the big one of skis and pack British. Yeah. What? Watch out for yeah. Uh, uh, for yeah, I'm I'm now calling him Ben Andrews um, instead of Van Um But yeah, so watch out in future for articles about like we need to check people in the bathroom for what gen- for what genitalia they have, Classic. or it should be illegal for people to at me on Twitter. If you keep writing articles about him, that that one will come soon. <laughs> It'll be illegal for people to criticize me and stop drawing attention to the fact that I mentioned the pedophilia category on Pornhub <laughs> or whatever. The, the category that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. I I really want him to write me a response, but I don't think he like thinks that he should respond to women. I don't think that's his like thing. Damn. Damn. Okay. Well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> What about responding me, to a, a massive himbo like myself? Does he feel that he's a worthy <laughs> opponent now? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I can. I should send when the episode comes out. I should send it to people that may know him, and I'll be like, "Please, please send this." Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah. I want. I want this podcast to be take. Yes, that's the that's the great entry for the Wikipedia article of this podcast. Is just like. Corner Spady was ended after a long-standing legal battle with co- with a writer and com- political commentator from Macedonia. I want that on my tombstone. Vinkon Donovsky was here. I'll get you from in the afterlife or something. Ah. Um, so I guess we should end out with a discussion of something a bit more serious, uh, which you mentioned to me earlier, about like a kind of extra context that makes everything this guy's writing a bit more mm. egregious and less funny and uh, more horrible. And uh, you mentioned the existence of what you called the uh, public forum. Uh, it's called, uh, no, no, it's called the public room, but it's this telegram chat that has like uh, over 5,000 members. I mean, the, the chat has been deleted since, but there have been like different chats that have sprung up. It mm. actually was first discovered last year but the police didn't do anything about it 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 was a chat in which thousands of men were sharing private nudes that was that were sent to them like presumably by like ex-girlfriends or like people they were involved with um as well as social media profiles and like uh private phone numbers of women and uh like also just like um explicit pictures of people who were underage so just like deeply troubling and this is um this came back into the discourse in like january of this year when people realized that these groups still exist um especially with this person who i think she was kind of an instagram influencer before probably but like her 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 information like her private phone number was sent to this group chat and suddenly she was getting all of these like dick pics and um phone calls and all of this and she realized this was that something was like happening and she went to report right. it to the the <clears throat> the special unit or whatever from the police for cyber criminals uh cyber crime and um and they told her like well you're over 18 so we can't do anything which is not true. Like <laughs> okay. Yeah, and cool. and she had a video on Instagram that was that went really viral. It 
um, had like 300, 400,000 views, which for Macedonia is like mm -hmm. obviously like huge because it's a country of 2 million people. Yeah. So a lot of people saw it and it warranted some changes. And there was also a big protest in regards to this. Um, but only four people have been arrested in the whole thing. And um, it's it's just proven that once again, the, the police doesn't take the the violence done against women seriously. Um, for One of the reasons for that being that it's very clear that cops are also members of public room or the new public rooms that keep springing up, even though um, the, the first one was closed down, which was also controversial. And I, I was personally shocked by uh, the suggestion by um, um, our favorite prime minister, Zoran Zaev, um, who even suggested that to deal with this, we the, the government is considering banning Telegram in Macedonia. <laughs> oh, okay. Convenient. Convenient um, instead of like just like trying to deal with an issue of like sexual violence against women, and um, it's it's been like a very intense like month or so of there being a lot of discourse on this, and like in the process of this, I discovered that they there are like kind of like alt right trolls or like alt right influencers or whatever in. Macedonian discourse, like there was this guy, his name is, his Insta name is Vikot, and he was talking, like, it was, it was an insane video that, uh, um, got, I don't know if it got a lot of views, I can't remember at this point, but he was talking about how he is a victim of violence against women, <laughs> which is like a truly, uh -huh. a truly psycho video, I guess you heard that correctly, <laughs> like, um, was a woman thrown at him? No, he's like what talking about. <laughs> no, it's truly psycho. He's like talking about how like women that he was like hooking up with all asked him to like dominate them or like slap them or whatever, like do S and M stuff with him, and he just like didn't want okay. didn't want to do that, and that like um he was a victim. What a fucking liar! Right, right. Like, it's like, oh my god, you've never been late in your life. Shut the fuck up, like. It's... <laughs> and it's just like a lot of this discourse has been happening and like um there should be a big protest on the 8th of march and we'll see what happens but like honestly i mean i mean it's the police how much is are they really gonna do about this and uh, i think at the end of the day it's like the most you can hope for is like some kind of raising of public consciousness and like um like so there isn't a debate about whether or not it's okay to send nudes to some guy that you want to like hook up with <laughs> or like uh, anyone who gets a nude should treasure that don't don't Truly. don't don't sully it you've been you are one of the few chosen people be, <laughs> be grateful that you fucking got one god damn it anyway um but yeah i think we can we can put a link to that uh to that uh protest that demo uh in the description for anyone who might be listening from macedonia or at least understands it or maybe an expat diaspora that kind of thing um or if you can just read cyrillic give it a go i saw yulia do it that was terrifying i need to learn how to read cyrillic <laughs> apparently it gives you magical powers Probably. that's just yulia but um Right. Well, with that being said, I think we've covered a lot about Macedonia, and thank you for coming on, Elena. Thank you for inviting me. This was a lot of fun. Um, to, I don't know, we covered a lot of ground. <laughs>
Yes. But, next time, next time we have you on, we can just talk more in detail about Macedonian QAnon because we need to we need to go hard into that. Or maybe by then, like Benkondonovsky will have had a full on QAnon call up, where he's just like, actually, yes. have you considered that Democrats are um, trafficking children? And I'm all for oh. it, actually, because I love watching porn with minors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just wait for him to like share this like doctored foot like footage of Zoran's eye of eating a child. And it's like it, it's it's just gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you for the Macedonian word for the storm and then put that into my Google alerts. Um but with that being said, uh thanks for listening, everyone. Our theme song is New Dawn by Melty Brains. Go listen to it, and we will catch you next time on the bonus feed. Bye bye. Ciao. Bye.